Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the Creative Exponent Podcast. And today we're going to answer a listener question about finding the time to create. Yes. And we've talked about this some before, but we're going to just tackle this question specifically and kind of how we are able to fit creative time into our lives. Everybody's busy. So yeah. I think this is a good topic to discuss. Yeah. Well, and she asked, um, and I don't have her name pulled up. I should have done that. Um, so I'm sorry. No. You'll know who you are. <laughs> um, Shauna is so ill-prepared. I am. I'm just Gosh. winging a prayer, everybody, all the time. <laughs> um, but she asked, you know, how do you, because we posted something about it, you know, just creating every day or in short, you know, bursts of time. And she, you know, she said, I how do you do that? My fear is that I won't, number one, that I won't stop and start well, uh, that I'll be too, how are you organized well enough to do that every day? Mm -hmm. And it not be, which is a great, actually, that's a great piece of it that we can talk about. Um, you know, and the fear I think around that was I'm, I won't, I won't really be able to have a setup done correctly, you know, and I know that she was asking specifically around painting. How do you paint in short bursts of time? Um, But it is a great question. And we've, I know we've both had to figure out our own, our own things, you know, that work, our own tactics and schedules and all that stuff. So it is tricky sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That that is a really good question. I think being organized is pretty key so that it's efficient to, Yep. get things out, paint, because sometimes it's getting the things out and then the cleanup afterwards that yep. can end up taking so much, so time. much time. So you've got to figure out ways to create kind of a system yeah. that will allow Support you to that. do pretty quick cleanup, mm. pretty quick, you know, everything is kind of there and set up and ready. So yeah. I'll share what I do and yep. maybe, so one, one of the things with painting is setting up the palette. Yeah. And, um, so with, I think oils and watercolor are probably mm-hmm. the easiest when it comes yeah. to just having a palette that's set up already. Yeah. Um, oils because they're so slow drying, so you can leave them just sitting out on the palette. Oh, I have favorite. cats <laughs> who will step in paint. Oh, that's No matter right. where it, it, I mean, I can set it like in the most out of the way place. And that's as soon so as they make funny. it into my studio, they will go and step in it. And <laughs> so what I do is I have a, I have a glass palette and a wood palette both set up and they're yeah. in drawers. Okay. So I can just slide it right out Pull of the drawer, use it. Um, another great option for quick cleanup that, so then both of those palettes do need to be kind of just scraped with a palette knife. And then Mm -hmm. I wipe it down with a paper towel, maybe a little bit of Gamsol if I need it, mineral spirits. Um, another great option for a very quick setup and cleanup is a paper palette. And I do use those sometimes, Mm -hmm. um, especially for acrylics and things that are kind of more of a pain to clean off. Um, those are fantastic because then you just kind of move any piles Mm -hmm. of paint that you have as far as oils go, Mm -hmm. throw away the paper and And you're done. 
and you're done. That's yeah. that's clean up. So how do you do set up your how do what do you do with palettes? Well, to make it, it stays. Easy? Yeah, so I have two glass palettes, and they stay directly on the desk. And you know, for a while that was in my dining room. Uh, you know, and then now it's actually in the studio where I'm sitting now, and there's just a desk over there, and they stay out. One I leave clean most of the time for if I'm mixing while I'm painting, but the other one, I just keep my colors usually on the side and I mean, it just stays out. So I think the bigger thing other than just because we we're using oils and I know this podcast is not just for painters, but I mean, that's what we do. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) mostly. So, um, I know we're going to talk about that, but I think that it's also about how can you set up an area that's just ready to be sat down and used, you know, how, and and so for painting that the palette is part of that, you know, if you can kind of have that set up ready uh, where, you know, maybe only once a week I'm having to scrape that off, you know, or sometimes longer depending on what colors I'm using, um, you know, depending on the pigments and how quickly they're drying. So, you know, that's a 10 minute thing. So like yesterday I had to clean the palette before I started, but it's not this massive endeavor cause it's all out. And, you know, for me, I think it's about, uh, placement of things that make it difficult or tackling prep that makes it difficult. So when I cut paper, let's say I'm working in paper mostly, which lately I have been less canvases, I'm going to tape several at a time, you know, I'm going to cut my paper all at once so that I've got eight, you know, eight little blank, you know, canvases, eight, you know, pieces of paper. I can't talk. I'm having a stroke. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you know, I'll have Do you those need help, ready. Shana? <laughs> yeah. I'll have those ready so that I'm not doing that every single time I sit down. So that means only once a week am I going to have to mess with that. Um, yeah. So I think those things like that help you no matter what the medium is, just thinking about what can I get out of my way that will get in the way of it being a quick creativity time, you know, whether it's for work yeah. or just a hobby. That's the biggest part. Cause I think the man, that 15, 20 minute, 30 minute creative time, it's powerful. And when we can do stuff yeah. like that, you know, to make that part easy, it, it really does change. Um, I don't know gives you so much more energy and confidence and practice and fuel. So anyway, I know I just kind of went over the whole thing there. (laughs) Fly over. No, I I think that's good because actually, so I've been cleaning out my studio lately. It took Uh me like three pretty full days going through everything. I have so many art supplies and stuff. And that was such a good exercise for me because even though my studio looked pretty neat and clean and tidy and all of that, it was, um, I just had too much stuff. stuff. So there was yeah. a lot of times when I would come in to create yeah. and I would feel a little overwhelmed at like, well, what, maybe I should play with some of these colors I haven't used in a while. Yeah, maybe I should yeah. do this. What, mm-hmm. what medium do I want to play with? Oh, I haven't used these yet. Maybe I should tech test those out or yeah um and and so I I just cleaned out anything that wasn't my favorite stuff to use I and I kept a few things that are kind of my you know little things I like to play with now and then they're outside of my comfort zone but for the most part I just kept my tried and true favorites and it's so 
much more inviting to come create. Yeah. It's yeah. it's ready. And I do the same thing that you do. I, I cut a lot of papers at one mm-hmm. time or I tone a lot of canvases at yeah. one time. I'll gesso a lot of journal papers at yeah. one time just so everything's ready so I can come and sit down and... And get to it. And create, yeah, yeah. and create something, make a little painting. Um, yeah. I think knowing how you create is is important too. Yeah. So that um I like I know portraits are very intense for me and they'll yeah. take I mean time will if ever I just am bored and want time to pass quickly, I can work <laughs> on a portrait because like, 2 hours will pass and I'll be like, "Wait, what In time is it? What, yep. what happened?" That's funny. <laughs> Um, whereas I can crank out little landscapes in, I can do two or three in 20 or 30 minutes. And so if I know that I cannot get lost in a project, but I want to paint, then I'll do some small, little quick one-off landscapes. And, um, so I think know what you can get into. And Mm -hmm. that, that just goes for anything, whether you're developing photos or you're doing sketching or you're sewing, um, having that space ready for you and knowing Mm -hmm. what tasks you can complete. Yep. Um, and I think the other thing that we both said is to do prep work ahead of time so that when you sit down to create, you have that time because prep work is the kind of thing like cutting papers or, or mm-hmm. let's say um, for fabric, you're cutting out yeah. fabric pieces or you're just sewing like the trim. You're yeah. doing something that's a little like easy and mindless. It's not super creative work. Yeah. That's the kind of thing you can just slip in in little, you know, 5, yeah. 10, 15 minute increments. Yeah. Um, so then when it is time to create, you're, you don't have to do all these Mm-hmm. little mundane tasks yeah get to the fun stuff yeah and then that way that's just this piece that you tack on to just one time you know one day one afternoon one hour mm-hmm. where you get that part done and it doesn't become that every time you sit down to do your the more creative work that you've got this you know th- we got to do three or four things every time before we start that's where it's going to get in the way because it's just like yes. yesterday I had to clean the palette. Uh, I needed to mix a couple colors up. And so when I sat down, you know, Andrew was tutoring. By the time he was done tutoring, I had not even started, you know, painting yet. So it's, it's, it is that. One of those days is going to be a little, I'm just going to have to know I need a little extra time to get some prep work done, um, you know, for, for all the mundane stuff. And so then today when I sit down, I'll just get straight to it, you know. And that's what then really... That's what then I think is such a gift. And just challenge yourself to do it for like two weeks. You know, I'm going to, and I know that we've said this before. We talked about it last time a little bit. Um, I just recently did that, but I kind of challenged myself to write or paint every day this year and then put a little bit of a time frame on it so that I'd get a collection ready. But what I think is important to note is that's one of those things that's like... (laughs) It sounds so fluffy and we hear it so often that it becomes like this little, you know, bumper sticker. And it then is sort of like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, fine. I'll quote, create every day. You know, do you know, do you have a life? Do you have children? Do you have, you know, other work you've got to do? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the answer to that's yes. You know, so it is it is a practice. That is a practice and a discipline. It's not really fluffy. 
Um, and you just have to decide if that's important for you. And if it is, you know, like going back to our listener question, you know, that clearly is pulling, you know, at her. So to be able to give yourself 10 to 30 minutes a day, depending on, you know, your schedule and what you've got going, it's just worth figuring it out. That's what I would say. I get that it's something else to do. But if it's one of those longings, if it's one of those things that's pulling at you, it's worth figuring out how to slot it in. And hopefully those tips, you know, can be something that that can help. That's what we do anyway. I'm trying to, I don't think there's really much, that's, that's what helps me, you know, is to do that. And I will say maybe number four would be identifying, and I know we've touched on this before, sort of the time is pretty crucial. When, when are you most likely to be able to give yourself that time, you know, figuring yeah. that out? It's probably not going to be at 4.30 when the kids are home and starting homework. <laughs> it's probably... Yeah. It's probably not that time. So just depends on your, you know, your family life and your schedule and what you've got going on. But that's a pretty important one too, being realistic about that part. Carving yeah. it out. Oh, def- definitely. And I, and I think if it's important to you, then communicate that to your family. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that now there are some people who are just not supportive of other people sure. that happens, but you know, let's yes. assume that most people will hear you say, I, mm-hmm. this is something that's really important to me that yeah. I really want to do. Can you support me in it? Yeah. And most people are going to say, yeah, what, what can I do? When can I give you that time? Yeah. How can we, how can we help nurture that for you? Right. Um, right. cause I think when you take that time for yourself, whether it's, you know, to exercise or mm-hmm. to um, play music or to, you know, whatever create, write, paint, whatever, you know, whatever the thing is, um, it it makes you better all around. Yeah. It just makes you, um, you know, be able to, you know, go through all the mundane tasks of the yep. day and know that you have these little, you know, these little bright spots that you can mm-hmm. look forward to. Um, I think especially... You know, mental health has, it's always, it's been a conversation for a few years now. Oh, yeah. I think more, um, I don't want to say it's always been a conversation because there was, you know, centuries where it just really wasn't talked about and was shut yeah. away, but yeah. it's been, it's been a topic of conversation for a few years now. And I think especially over the past year, people are really looking at, you know, what is all the change that's happened mm-hmm through the pandemic, what has that done to our mental health? And I think now it's maybe more important than ever to kind of recognize that and to take that time to say, this is something that really boosts my mood and really nurtures my soul, my heart, you know, it's heart care, soul care, that sort of thing. Um, Then it's an important thing to do. It's every bit as important as you know, doing some exercise and getting outside and getting sunshine yeah. and drinking lots of water and you all, know, yep. every, every bit is important. Um, so, so I hope that you guys can find a little time and sneak it in. And I think just like with anything, like with exercise, if, if you haven't done it and then you start doing it, it's kind of hard to fit in. It feels like a disruption, yeah. but then once you get into the groove of your schedule, yeah. once it becomes kind of a ritual then it 
it just is going to become something that you do every day. Yeah. Yeah, It's just going to be something that, that you go to that's easy to do. And I will say also, I think that, um, ritual can be really important when it comes Mm -hmm. to creative work. And just like when you're getting ready to exercise there, there is a ritual, whether you recognize it or not, like you put your tennis shoes on, you put your workout gear on, you go, maybe you put music on, you put a, you know, put a, um, audio book on while you're on the treadmill or whatever it is. You have kind of this ritual that tells you, this is what we're doing now. (laughs) This is Tom. This is is what we're doing. And rarely do you get all dressed in your workout gear and put your shoes on and get your music ready and everything. And then you don't And then you don't do it. Because you've already taken that first step. So I think Mm -hmm. having some ritual of like, okay, I go here, I put on this music, I... I start to get this out. This is how I warm up. And this is what I move to. Like kind of having that ritual can also help with if you struggle with, okay, now I'm here and ready to create. Yeah. Now what do I do? That that can kind of help you get into it, I think. Yeah, it can. Well, hopefully those things, you know, give you at least a good idea. I know that that was not a an in-depth, here's your, you know, step one through five to make that a successful endeavor. It's just such a personal, it is such a personal thing. And I think the the most important part is the willingness to admit that figuring those things out is, it's important. And then yeah. from there, making all those, making the actual creative time, the most fun, enjoyable, creative time, an easy thing to do every day. You know, if it's having that space set up, having a desk, having your palette ready, having whatever, papers cut, fabric cut, you know, whatever the things are, keeping a place where you shoot, you know, we talk about that kind of thing in the mentoring group a lot. So much of creative work, that you have to do daily really is about setting yourself up on the back end, you know, so that you're, you know, before you even begin, you have the bandwidth and the time and it's ease, you're creating ease for yourself. Um, And that is going to be different for everybody, depending on what, uh, what medium you're using, you know, but hopefully those will be some, some good tips for you as you try to, to create every day. That's a good question. Yeah, if you have any questions, you can ask us yes. either on on Instagram or you I know can I posted shoot that today. To... Oh, excellent! I did. I did. See, we're on the same. We're on the same. Here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, or you can send us an email. Hello at creativeexponent.com, yep. and we'll yep. we'll answer that as well. And um, it's always great to hear your questions, and then it we is. can talk about something specifically that you that might you be wondering. Know. That's right. Yeah. Um, today we do have a creative contraption and, um, it's Liquitex clear gesso and it goes along with our talking about painting today. Um, I started using it, I don't know, a few months ago. I think it was from a class that I took. It Mm -hmm. was one of the supplies. So of course I dutifully buy all of the supplies (laughs) that are on the list. No matter (laughs) how how I, (laughs) how I ended up with way too many supplies. I'm not going to, not going to do that anymore. Um, but this was one that has been a huge winner for me. It, so most gessos, when you apply it, it's very smooth and slick. Mm -hmm. Um, this Mm -hmm. gesso is very gritty. I love it. You turned me on to it. Yeah. It's great. It It provides this 
surface that has really great tooth and you can use like any medium on yeah. it. It's great. You can draw on it. You can paint, you mm-hmm. can yeah. use watercolor, all different kinds of mediums. Yeah. And it's just a really great surface. Yeah. So it's also great for if you have surfaces that you don't particularly like, if there's a, yeah. um, maybe a board that you're painting on that's yeah. too slick or something, um, it's just really good. Very grippy. It is. Dries it is. nice and clear. Dries quickly. Goes on It does easily. dry quickly. I mean, you can pretty much start painting after 20, 30 minutes, you know, if you want. It's, yeah. I mean, it's pretty fast drying. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a rule breaker with dry times, though. So, you know, follow the back of the label if you'd like and wait 24 yeah. hours. <laughs> just to be clear, I'm, I'm not a wait 24 hours in between painting a coat on a piece of furniture kind of person. So... <laughs> Just, no, me just so we're clear. I'm always like, it feels dry. It's, it's dry. good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move forward. Yep. <laughs> so next time we're going to talk about kind of the way that you, how do you create? John, this yeah. came out of a conversation that Shauna and I had. Do you create yeah. out of your imagination or out of reinvention? Yeah. And we're going to talk about that next week. Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent Podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com. <laughs>